Kia ora tātou. This is the blog post from the 8th of April 2021. You don't always see the whole path, just the next step. And sometimes the path leads you to places you never could have imagined. Sometimes what you're pursuing is actually the catalyst for your higher purpose or mission to reveal itself to you. We can't fathom how our decisions today will affect the course of our lives. Like we just have no ideas. But of course there's the obvious ones like how certain habits yield certain outcomes. For example, like if you eat something that your body doesn't agree with, that causes inflammation or that you're allergic to, there's an outcome that we can predict. (laughs) But sometimes we don't know how a missed opportunity, a failure or even a big win will influence not only us in the here and now, but life a thousand years from now. And before we get too deep into it without the context, (laughs) yes, we're heading into the fetal new moon phase of the cycle, which means new theme, new pūrāko, new story. And I refer to this particular pūrāko often, especially if I speak or present as a way to prepare the soil for the seeds that will be sown throughout the kōrero, especially when the theme is something aspirational and about contribution back to the collective, which funny not funny is pretty much what all the kōrero is about we can find themes of uh, that in all the pūrāko and this pūrāko also one for the theme we'll be focusing on this cycle because it's helping me with current wānanga in my life as well so here goes Ngahue was one of Kupe's bros who joined him in the expedition to track down and kill Te Whike Arua Muturangi or Rua Muturangi's pet octopus which ultimately led them and their crew from Hawaii to Aotearoa. Ngahue then journeyed around Te Waipounamu, the South Island, where Pounamu found him. He took some of it back to the homeland, and this stone was used to fashion the adze heads that later carved the Te Arua Waka, and were used for other things as well. But this is the chunk of the story that we'll be focusing on. And so real quick, just to make sure we're on the same page. If Ngahue didn't feel like an octopus hunt that day, a thousand years ago, there'd be no ponamu, so no toki, no ads to carve the waka, therefore no vessel to bring the people here to Aotearoa. Therefore, Te Arawa Uri, or descendants, might have still been Tahitian or Hawaiian, or whomever they were before they arrived to Aotearoa, because they didn't have the waka to come here in the first place. And another interesting note too is that Te Arawa, formerly known as Ngāti Ohomairangi, are descendants of Rua Muturangi, whose pet octopus led Ngahue and Kupe here. So in a roundabout way, Rua Muturangi is also responsible for our tupuna, or his descendants, finding a new home. But anyway, that's a story within a story and we've got a whole month to dive deep into this kōrero or other moon cycles as well. And I'm willing to say... (laughs) hey I'll put my life on it I'll back this 100% I'm willing to say Ngahue didn't anticipate things would unfold as they did on that particular trip about a thousand years ago with Kupe the pursuit was of the octopus terrorizing their fish stocks which ultimately led him to New Zealand to Ponamu to Taonga to treasures that he took back which ultimately contributed to the betterment and advancement of his people Okay, we'll just let that one sit for a bit. 
right? And at me as well, if you want to challenge that, that he did know what he was doing. Like, yeah, there's a possibility. But I reckon Cooper hit him up and he was just like, yeah, keen, let's go, let's do this. And then from there, the rest of the path revealed itself to him and to Cooper as well. And now bringing it back to us. In our own lives, sometimes the thing we're so insistent on pursuing may instead be a catalyst for something greater like the octopus was in this story. Perhaps that pursuit equips us with what we need or puts us in spaces for our own expressions of ponamu to find us. If that's the case, how would you open yourself up to that possibility? So that wherever the next step of the path takes you, you have some extra awareness to trust the process, trust whakapapa, and let it guide you. Tēnā tātou, hana. Oh man, what a cool start to this new theme. What a way to make an entrance. <laughs> As I mentioned in there, this is one of my favorite pūdaka. It's one of my go-to along with the creation of Hineahu It's just so packed with metaphor and so many different ways we could interpret this kōrero. But I love how, oh, I just love this theme that we've gone with for the first post, how sometimes you don't always see the whole path, just the next step. And sometimes that path leads you to places you couldn't, could never have imagined. And sometimes where you think the path is taking you, like that's just the first corner. And what lies behind that or around the bend is actually the higher purpose or that's actually the mission. Just like with Te Whike Arua Muturangi, the octopus that led Kupe Ngahue and Ko here to Aotearoa so that they could fulfill the next parts of that, I don't want to say, I want to say prophecy, I don't know if anyone prophesized it. <laughs> The word seems fitting uh, for this context. But the pursuit of the octopus led them here so that they could find the ponamu and other things, find the land that Maui had fished up so many years ago, take it back to Hawaii, get the people to prepare themselves because they knew where they were going to next. And it's just such a beautiful way to look at purpose and to look at life and the path and the journeys we take as well because I know I go through bouts of this. This isn't my natural state to think like this. But to be so obsessed or so insistent on a goal or a particular outcome or result when really like that could be the whole purpose of the thing. I understand and I'm sure you do too that there are some things that aren't actually that deep. You know, it's like if you're thirsty, you go fill a glass of water up or you fill your water bottle up and you drink. Kapai, that's it. <laughs> but then there are other things that just set off this domino effect for other things in that path to reveal themselves to you. It's like you take one step and then the next one reveals itself to you. And so I really do adore this post and I think it's such a good starter for this theme and especially like the overall theme of how sometimes yes it's good to visualize the end result the end goal um, but the path that we take to get there good to visualize as well good to have a plan but also understand and trust whakapapa 
and trust the process that sometimes it'll take us on a little bit of a different journey because there are other things we have to learn and add to our kite, add to our baskets as well so that we can contribute those things back to our collective or back to our people, whatever that looks like for you. And so maybe you're hearing it in my voice because I've said it so many times, but I really like this post. Uh, I do love all of my children the same, but this one in particular just sparked me up for some reason and hope it did something for you too. Let me know your whakaro, love your feedback always, and I'll catch you on the next one and blog post number two on this theme, which is, yeah, as I've mentioned a couple times, one of my favorites to lean on and help me navigate the different things going on in my life. Nō reira, hei kona.